Nasty bugs, get away. Ah. Welcome to Nature and Science for Kids. That was a swarm of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes can be a real pain sometimes, literally. I think most people would call them a nuisance, and some people would call them useless. Recently, someone said mosquitoes serve no purpose in our world. Their comment got me thinking about them and other creatures we might consider useless. Mosquitoes, gnats, mice, ticks, and wasps. So, if mosquitoes do anything useful, what in the world do they do? According to the National Wildlife Federation, mosquitoes are pollinators. We usually think of honeybees being the main animal that pollinates, but mosquitoes, moths, and many other animals do it, and quite well. In fact, mosquitoes' primary source of food, that means main food source, is flower nectar, not blood. Flower nectar is like one of nature's desserts. Ever tasted the nectar of a honeysuckle? If you have, then you understand the big appeal. As they travel from flower to flower, they carry pollen with them, thus pollinating the flowers they greet along the way. This helps flowers reproduce. That means make more of their kind. Still, we know mosquitoes can be annoying and carry some dangerous diseases, but at least we can know they actually do something useful in this world. On to those other pesky flying insects, gnats. You've probably seen swarms of gnats. Sometimes they swarm together because they are ready to reproduce or make more gnats. Other times they swarm around wounds, garbage, or even eyes. That's because there are different types of gnats. Some gnats swarm around wounds, others around garbage, some around eyes, and still others swarm around grass clippings and other plant materials. What the gnats swarm around tells us a little bit about what they are interested in. Do you want to be around a wound that is infected? Not me. Do you want to eat old vegetation that is rotting? I don't either. Gnats help deal with nasty things that we don't want to. We call it decomposition. Decomposition means things are being taken apart. That banana peel you threw away Whee! begins to decompose or get taken apart into small pieces that can be reused on our planet. Nature is very efficient and doesn't waste. Gnats are a part of this process. Also, animals like to eat gnats. There is even a bird called a gnat catcher. Guess what it likes to catch and eat? That's right, gnats. Now let's talk about mice. At least they look cute, but do they do anything else besides look cute and carry diseases? One good thing about mice is that they feed other animals. You know the owls you enjoy hearing at night and learning about, or the foxes, snakes, and bobcats we enjoy? Well, I guess most people don't enjoy snakes. Anyway, mice feed the other animals we like. 
Since they burrow underground, they also help make the soil healthier, which in turn helps the plants. And that feeds us. And since mice sometimes eat plants with seeds in them, they help disperse seeds. That means to spread out, aiding in the propagation of certain plants. Propagation just means spreading and multiplying. Mice help plants propagate. But there's no way ticks can do anything good for our planet, right? Well, not so fast. True, ticks are parasites. This means they latch onto other animals and feed off of them. In this case, ticks suck blood from other animals. It's also true they don't reduce the populations of other pests, nor do they spread seeds or pollinate. According to Terminex, the company which helps humans eliminate what we consider to be pests, ticks are meals for other animals. Think of ticks as delicious little burritos for other mm. animals. They are just burritos we don't want to eat and that like to latch onto us if we get too close. Nonetheless, they are burritos and they make lots of other animals happy. Mm. Ticks are also a part of the ecosystem, whether we like them to be or not, and help us understand the health of the ecosystem. Where tick populations are high, there could be too many rodents around, and where their populations are low, there could be too many predators of small animals like rodents. Yes, I'd be happy to see them go away, but if we didn't have ticks, other animals I enjoy might have a harder time finding a meal to eat, including many birds. Our last creatures under consideration for this episode are wasps. By this point, you might be able to guess what useful things wasps can do based on the previous animals. Can you think of any? Say them out loud if you can. What might a wasp do that helps the whole ecosystem? Do you think they can help with pollination? Yes, some species of wasps help with pollination. Would you expect that they provide food for other animals? You bet. Here's an interesting list of some of the animals that prey on wasps. That means they eat some. Falcons, tanagers, tanagers are really colorful birds. Spiders, dragonflies, geckos, frogs, bears, and badgers. And finally, wasps help eat other small animals, many of them insects. This is a part of helping the whole ecosystem remain balanced. You've heard me use the ecosystem word before, and probably you've heard it in other places too. The word ecosystem is actually two words put together. Eco comes from Latin and Greek and meant home or household. The idea of home was applied to the ways plants and animals live together in nature, like the way a family lives together in a home. So eco means home, and system, the second word, is the way they live together. Plants and animals live together in a certain way. To help keep the household balanced and in order, the ecosystem, animals have certain roles, and plants do too, also known as jobs. Mosquitoes, gnats, mice, ticks, and wasps, they all have jobs in their ecosystems to help the household stay balanced and happy overall. 
We may not notice their jobs or we may think their roles are not important. We may even find the creatures gross and annoying. Nonetheless, they each have a purpose. What's interesting about the purpose of a creature is that it is strongly connected with what it does to help other creatures. If an animal doesn't help other animals, it has no purpose. Are you following me? No benefit to the ecosystem, no purpose. Do you know where I'm going with this? The same rule applies to humans. A helpful and giving human is a purpose-filled human. Someone who lives for their own self, we call selfish. And a selfish person isn't really a happy person because that's not the way God designed us to live. Think about the people you know. Can you think of someone who just lives for themselves? Probably they aren't happy and they don't make other people happy. Unless you and I are doing something to make the world a better place, we aren't living with the meaning and purpose God intended. That doesn't mean we aren't valuable. That doesn't mean we can't have wonderful meaning and purpose. But to fulfill our purpose, to feel good about ourselves and life, we ought to be doing good things for others. How about you? Are you happy? Do you feel satisfied? If not, do something to help make the world a better place. Share a meal with someone, plant a tree, give a smile, tell someone that God loves them with an everlasting love. Speaking of this, E. White in the book Steps to Christ wrote, Look at the wonderful and beautiful things of nature. Think of their marvelous adaptation to the needs and happiness of all creatures. The sunshine and the rain that gladden and refresh the earth. The hills and seas and plains all speak to us of the Creator's love. The lovely birds making the air vocal with their happy sounds. The delicately tinted flowers and their perfection perfuming the air. The lofty trees of the forest with their rich foliage of living green. All testify to the tender, fatherly care of our God and to his desire to make his children happy. So, the next time you swat at a mosquito, find a tick crawling on your pants, or see a swarm of gnats, remember that they do actually have a purpose, even if we don't like it. If you are enjoying this podcast, consider supporting it with Patreon. For a monthly donation, you'll have access to extra resources. You can also share with a friend, leave a review, keep listening, or visit the podcast store at moosejawmat.com. Don't forget to share how you've been exploring your world, or feel free to ask me a question, and I'll answer it in a future episode. In a recent episode, I asked how many species of animals there are in the world. I heard three responses and all three are from Pennsylvania. Edmund guessed one billion, Emma guessed one trillion, and Eden guessed 300. Do you know how many animal species there are in the world? Approximately two million known animals, but there are estimates of up to eight million total. Scientists estimate that means that they give a really good guess based on what they already know. 
Well, they estimate that most of the animals on Earth haven't been discovered yet, and some are becoming extinct before we even become aware of them. So thank you, Edmund, Emma, and Eden for guessing. I'm Moose Keto Jaw Matt. Until next time, keep enhancing your world.